Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? For he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow. Say my name. I am the father. Real wise man. Hey, big boy. Oakley dokely do. Are you little? Let's rock. Summer is here. And you know what goes with summer? Good food. Welcome to the Not Half Dad podcast. It is I, Dan. And sitting next to me here, he is the, the, the toast to my toaster. He is the seasoning to my top sirloin. <laughs> he is the gel to my O. Aaron. What? Welcome. I had three of them that time. Wow. The gel to my O, because then when you put it together, it's a jello. I feel so special. <laughs> You're the toast of my toaster. Oh my God. I like to put my toast. I'm going to stop right there. It's weird. I don't know what you're doing right now. <laughs> how's, it going? how's it going, everybody? We are back with another edition of the Not Half Dad podcast. And we're back! And we're back! Ladies and gentlemen, we're back oh, for another episode. And uh, today, one of my favorite topics on the planet, food. I also enjoy food. You do enjoy food, but not, even more than that, you enjoy making food. I do like You food. are a... I'm going to... Okay, I'm gonna, I think it's important to start off the episode by saying... This guy sitting here, you could get any number of things out of a refrigerator that have nothing to do with each other, and this guy can make a gourmet dish out of it. I don't know about all that. You could. You've <laughs> done it. I've watched you. No, you haven't. <laughs> I have watched you. Maybe it was just a dream I had the other night, but I know you could do it if what? you tried. Yes, I dream about you cooking because <laughs> I've eaten your cooking, and it has always been delightful, delicious, and delectable. So... uh I, on the other hand, can't say the same thing. Well, I appreciate that. No, you cannot say the same thing. I am uh, merely <laughs> a cook wannabe, a cook poser, if you will. But I do not uh, possess the arsenal of cooking knowledge to be able to... Uh, if I recall correctly, you burnt eggs the other day. I, I burnt it. It's because I tried cracking the eggs on the side of the... Of the pan, and the egg goo went down onto the burner. You're always doing it onto a flat surface and do a bowl, and then you transfer from the bowl into the pan. Well, I'm an idiot. You're not an idiot. You just aren't properly trained. It was one of those oh! moments. I know. I know. <sighs> so it, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, you're, you're going to have moments like that, and uh, it's all good. I know another guy that is a fantastic cook, and that is Mr. A Producer Bob. Hello, Bob. How's it going, buddy? Yes, yeah. yes. You doing all right today? Okay, all right. Yeah, and, and, and what's your favorite dish to cook? We we can't say that on air. No, you get it. This is like PG. You can't yeah. You can't be. We're not talking about that. That's not even funny. He said, "What's your what's your most favorite dish to make, not to eat?" 
Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So he's enchiladas. He's, yeah, he's Mexican dish type of guy. We gotcha. get it. Okay. Well, that's that's excellent. That's excellent. It's more than I can say for myself. I'm more of a <laughs> um, I'm a connoisseur of the frozen pizza and microwave popcorn. <laughs> Uh, you're also good at making ramen noodles. I'm to understand that. That's that's a good. My, my my kids tell me that. You know, it's the most. Uh, I, I, back in college, you know, it's always people always say I lived off of ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. I I could very easily do that. Have you ever heard of Uncle Roger? Uncle Roger. Yeah. I don't know, but he sounds kind of creepy already. <laughs> <laughs> well, who it's is Uncle Asian Roger? guy? He's on YouTube and he reviews uh, other YouTubers' cooking videos. Oh, really? Yeah, and he is hilarious. Well, um, I'll have to check that out. Does he do any cooking himself besides yeah, reviewing? Yeah, he, he's cooked a couple times, yeah. Interesting. He's he's a comedian who does this impression of his uncle or whatever. Uncle Ron. <clears throat> it's hilarious. I'll link to it down in the description. You have to check that out. Yes, <laughs> yes. So today we're going to talk about, um, I think the name of this episode, we are we are calling it Kiss the Cook. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because we love to be to be loved on, to be smooched, mm-hmm. and uh, food food on the side, yeah, whatever food. But we just like when our significant others come up and give us smooches. Yeah, what, is that what yours sound like when you're getting them? Yeah, mine is more like. <laughs> oh my god, that's aggressive. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so uh, we're going to go through some food that uh, is, is for dads, mm-hmm. stuff that dads like to cook, stuff mm-hmm. that dads used to cook, stuff that our dads used to cook. Yeah. And uh, I will say this. I do want to start out by saying I am not the greatest cook. And by, by, uh, by saying that, your wife overheard and she goes, I got your back, Dan. Miss Alyssa, she said... I got you, bruh. <clears throat> she did say that. She said exactly. I got you, bruh. I got you, bruh. I got you, brain. And she bought me a book, mm-hmm. and it is called the I Don't Know How to Cook Book, 300 Great Recipes You Can't Mess Up. And it's a book by Mary Lane Camberg. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. It's a good price. Uh, I highly, highly recommend it. Have you... I have. Have you used it? I have indeed. Oh, okay. And what it is, is they will start from the <laughs> basics. I'm talking cracking eggs, which I needed. But you're still... Uh, no, no, no. It was before I got into oh, the book, and now okay. I learned a little All something. Right. After your ridicule, besides that, I also <laughs> learned a little something. And it builds up as you go. So you're going through the book, and you get you get the basic foundation. And then as you're going... Then you just get into it where it's like, man, I, I feel like a chef now. You're, you're, you can put I feel like Aaron. Yeah, now I feel like Aaron. <laughs> I can put something down on the table, and people are actually going to ooh and ah. Mm. They're going to go, Dan, you know, man, what is that you just threw down there? And I say, I slaved over the uh, the stove all day long. And they're going to go, and I'll say yes. Now, now take a bite of it. How do you think it tastes? <laughs> no, no, that's not fair. It's not very nice. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. It's it's. I tried. That's true. But so anyway, uh, I got to hear about your dad's cooking. Oh boy, can't wait to tell you about my dad's cooking. So let's take a little trip back in time. Uh, gotta get back in 
Well, back in my day. Mm-hmm. Let's take a stroll down memory lane. Indeed. Okay. So, Aaron, how was it when you were growing up? It was rough. It was rough. Mm-hmm. And um, when you say rough, do you mean that the the types of food that was cooked, the lack of food, <laughs> how it? No, no, no! Don't hey, here, here. It's a friendly hand on your shoulder there. And I actually did just touch him. Anybody know? Do you want me to? You're calling for it. So, Aaron, how, how was it for you? Just, tell, just let it all out, man. It was so much. Just let it all out. Toast. For some I don't know. Toast? Is that what just too much toast. So, um, okay, so my dad... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not the greatest cook in the world. Uh when I was a kid, every Friday night would be uh either Subway, okay, Taco Bell, mm-hmm. or Tyrone's Pizza. Well, at least he had good taste in pizza. That's Tyrone's, true. That's, that's true. a local uh local that's joint true. and it's really good. And then every Saturday, usually it would be like we'd grill something or he would make uh, um, hamburger helper or something like that. Oh, what, what was your favorite kind of hamburger? Cheeseburger helper? macaroni. OG. Cheeseburger OG. macaroni. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, or we would get like a la gondola. La gondola. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know what la gondola is, I la gondola. La gondola. It's not a, a chain uh, as far as national. No. It's a local. Local restaurant, and it is the world's greatest spaghetti. Way better than Avanti's. If you've heard of Avanti's, which is like a Midwestern thing, yeah, Avanti's is like an Italian fast casual dining, yeah, sort of a thing. Uh, and they're, they're very similar, but Avanti's is is tastes way more artificial. I think. What's funny is I have heard tale of people that are coming into town, mm-hmm. and they will, uh, when they, they used to live here, coming back into town to meet the relatives, and they go and they buy bundles of the Avanti's bread. It's not bad. Because it's so famous around here, and they'll take it back with it, kind of like kitchen cooked potato chips. I like just, I like their bread. Like, their, just their bread is really good because it's got a little bit of a sweetness to it. I like their bathrooms. Their bathrooms are always super clean. <laughs> I don't use public restrooms, so I wouldn't know. So let's dive more into that. You you don't. <laughs> you're giving I think, me a I think look it's right subject now. for a different episode, man. <laughs> We're talking about food. We don't need yeah, to get yeah. into that. Okay, I get it. I get it. Uh, so <clears throat> your dad, you said that that's what you guys would do on Fridays. Yeah, Fridays okay. it would be you know takeout. Saturday sometimes he would cook. Um, and then Sunday mornings, it would be, because we would come to mom on, on Sunday evening, Sunday morning, it would be um, uh, rubbery-ass scrambled eggs with a slice of cheese on top and some plain toast. Not even butter on the toast? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a loss for and so On Saturdays, it would be, you know, we would get... Uh, um, uh, donuts from there was this little donut shop in downtown Bartonville or, or um, and I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me Mr. Donut or something like that 
And uh, we used to get donuts from there, and it was spectacular. And every Sunday or every Saturday, my dad would wake up at like 5 a.m., and I'd get up with him, and then we'd go get uh, donuts and chocolate milk every Saturday morning. Hmm. And uh, and then Sunday, yeah, he'd make some dry-ass eggs. I, I say that now because, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, damn, this is good as heck. Yeah. You know, now I'm just like, now I'm like, uh, no, 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 no. I don't want your dry, rubbery, scrambled eggs. I want my delicious, elegant, delectable, uh, Ramsey-style soft scrambled eggs with a little bit of creme fraiche. Okay, get off and your some chives get, and a little bit of toasted sourdough an, bread. It's an egg. Come on. <laughs> now, see, I like my eggs. Some fresh ground pepper. Mm. I like my eggs almost like a soup. Yeah. And the Soft reason scramble. I say that is because there's so much butter that the scrambled egg is floating in butter. That's how much I, I love buttery eggs. I kid. I'm joking. I don't like that much <laughs> it's a butter. Lot. It's Take a lot. about half that butter away, and that's how I like Only it. Only a pound of butter. Only a pound, not two. What are you, Paula Deen? I am. No, butter. no, wait, no, 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 I'm not butter. Further oh, yeah. from Paula Deen. Yeah, yeah no, uh, a, no, 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 Paula, Paula Deen around Dean. here. No, 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 no. In fact, she gets a good. Yeah. Sorry, Paula. Butter. She does have a good. I like her southern accent. I will say yeah, that. Uh, but, but, um, when it came to my dad, mm-hmm. okay, my dad always used to say, and I always used to feel so bad. He would go. I, my dad was a single dad. And uh, he would he would always at least once a week, maybe twice a week, maybe three times a week. After he would get done cooking, he would look at me and he'd go, "I'm sorry, I'm just not a very good cook, bud." And that tears my heart out now. It's sad. Being a dad, <laughs> he goes, "I'm sorry, I'm just not a very good cook, bud." And I would always, every single time, say, "You do great. You do. I mean, it is. Hey, I'm eating." Aren't yeah. I? Yeah. You know? And uh, he would make stuff like jambalaya. And the jambalaya in the bell house is uh, dirty rice. For anybody that doesn't know, it's just you take uh, uh, ground beef and you uh, take white rice and you put some Cajun seasoning in there and uh, mix it all together. You could put some vegetables if you want to. But that was our version of jambalaya. You ate that when you were a kid? I did. My kids don't like anything spicy. Yeah, but you also tell them that ice cream is spicy. Yeah, but they're like, oh, my God, this is so spicy. Why would you put this on my hot dog? It's like, it's just ketchup. But but they think it's spicy. It's spicy. I'm like, you're weird. See, you you, you scarred them. They're like, this the Pepsi cream. is so spicy. I was like, it's not spicy. It's bubbly. You know, I'm glad, you, with you. glad you said that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go ahead and put Pepsi out on the table right here. I'm gonna oh, say boy. that they made a cinnamon Pepsi. What? This is maybe two summers back. <laughs> and I was dying thirst. I was in a Target. And I look over at the thing there and I see, see Peoria. We're here in Peoria, Illinois. Okay. Peoria is a test market for foods. If it plays in Peoria. If it plays in Peoria, then they'll, they'll take it national. You know, one of many test markets. But Peoria is one of the test markets. So we'll get unique things that will come into the stores that you won't see at other places. And uh, so every once in a while, we'll get these weird sodas that will come in. We haven't even seen commercials for them online or anything like that. And we get these weird commercials. Uh, or we get these weird sodas or these weird chips or these things. And uh, we'll... 
we'll try them out, and whether we really like them or not, sometimes they just vanish the next week. Have you heard of Jamaican jerk chips? No, what brand? Of ruffles, I think, or Lay's. Okay, was it oh, good stuff? But then they disappeared? I don't know. I haven't seen them again yeah. ever. Yeah, I know. Well, Cinnamon Pepsi... I was dying through. Oh man, I was cinnamon hot. Pepsi. That sounds like a holiday thing. Man. No, no, no. It was during the summer. I was hot. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get something to drink. I look over and I see cinnamon Pepsi, and I'm like, I'm gonna grab a bottle of that. It's something new. Sounds refreshing. Does it really though? Sound no, it doesn't, no it, doesn't it doesn't sound refreshing. But I think it was just so hard up to try something new. I grab it. I buy it. I take it out of the store, and I start guzzling it. <laughs> And you know when you guzzle so much before it actually hits you, the taste mm-hmm. actually hits you? So I get about a quarter to a half of the bottle down, and then it hits me. Wow. This tastes like dog piss. <laughs> spicy dog piss. Spicy. It's so spicy. It was horrible. <laughs> so if you ever go down an aisle and you see cinnamon Pepsi on clearance... Don't 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 let that clearance sticker. Uh, now you know why. Yeah, don't let it tempt you because it is bad stuff. Anyway, my dad used to say that he was a bad cook. I totally disagree. I think that he did a fine job from learning from from nothing. Sure, going into uh, having to cook meals and uh, and I tell you what, he would he would sit there over the stove mm-hmm. and he would cook meals every night. It wasn't, okay, uh, you know, fish sticks mm-hmm. and um, uh, chicken fingers and McDonald's, every, you know, rotate those three. Yeah. He would sit down over the stove and he would cook and he would make steaks and he would make burgers and he would make, you know, just different types of pork chops, meats, different types of meats and uh, all of that stuff. And I tell you what, he always, I, I can't think of a bad meal that I ever had. Yeah. Well, you know, you, know, you have to think about it, too, is is uh, his age range and my dad's age range, they grew up in a time when they didn't really need to learn how to cook. Right. You know? Right. It was a different generation. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it was seen more as a, a female thing. Yeah. And that's why I get such a kick out of it now, nowadays. And it's been like this for a few decades, but. That's why I get such a kick out of it nowadays when I see these guys that they do all of the cooking yeah. in the house. And it, they're they're pulling some stuff out that's like, wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, think it's, I think that's awesome. I think yeah. that's awesome. So if there are any single fathers out there, if there are any fathers that, uh, that have, have, have taken over the cooking duties for the family and you're uh, knocking it out of the park... Tipping my dad hat mm-hmm. to you because it is hard. Uh, so yeah, my dad he, he always did a good job with that. That's good. Yeah, I I, I I found a very interesting article. Oh boy, and I think that it would go good with this. So I found an article, and uh, it's going through every decade, and it's what was the most popular foods in each. What What are you doing? Hmm? What are you are you eating on air? No. Well, I know it's I mean it's this is a food episode, but what are you what are you eating? Sugar free rice pudding. Can I ask that? I don't share spoons with people. Well, I could just put my f- finger in it. Definitely not. I don't you, you don't share fingers with no. either? No. I only share fingers with one person. I wash my <clears throat> So anyway, the most popular foods 
Do you have to eat it in front of the microphone? <laughs> Aaron Selberg, like a little kid. <laughs> Most popular foods by decade. Go. Most popular foods by decade in the 1920s. You have any guesses what the most popular food was? And these are prepared dishes. cabbage. Mm, no, it is baked ham. What the baked f- ham? I know. Also, they had a thing called Hoover stew that what? was very popular. Hot dogs have always been cheap, and the fact that they made hot dog items following the stock market crash in 1929, named after the president Hoover, President Herbert Hoover. <laughs> Something called Hoover Stew proved a cheap, hearty meal that could fill the stomachs of hungry families living in the Great Depression. Mm. So it was hot dogs and mac and cheese. That's what that... Really? It's Hoover Stew. I love Hoover Stew. That's like the most amazing thing ever. Hoover Stew. So that sounds fantastic. Yeah, so so Hoover Stew, that sounds incredible. And, uh, I, you know, we can press pause if you, if you want to go ahead and finish that before we... No, go ahead. Wait a minute. No problem. No, 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 no. I'm just glad you're enjoying your tapioca. <laughs> you dirty dog, you. It's for rice pudding, you not tapioca. Dirty, dirty dog, you. Okay, uh, 1930s. Mocked apple pie. Mock apple pie. Mm. Yeah, so we'll just call it apple pie. Mulligan stew was the 1930s. Uh, truly strange meal for those hit hardest by the Depression. Mulligan stew was the go-to meal. If you don't know what Mulligan stew was, it's just a mishmash of whatever the uh, homeless population in the neighborhood could gather. So they would just kind of throw a little bit of whatever they could into the stew and, uh, you know, bada-bing, bada-boom. Mulligan stew. Mulligan stew. Interesting. Yeah, which is what I was talking about earlier. You could get into your refrigerator. Pull out anything, and you can make a mulligan stew that would knock your socks off. I don't know about that. I know you could. Don't be humble. Um, 1940s, Jello salad. Jello, be- Jello become a, a big thing. Yeah, I love Jello salad. Jello salad is the best. 1940s, also meatloaf. Meatloaf. You know, I think meatloaf has kind of become a forgotten food. Is that safe to say? No, I don't think so. I think it's just, um, I think people just, I don't think they've forgotten it. I think people just don't eat it as much. Well, that's I like meatloaf. That's what I meant by that. No, I know you meant that. It's, you don't hear people say, okay, well, Tuesday nights are meatloaf night. No, it's Taco Tuesday now. I think Taco Tuesday took over for Taco, or for uh, Meatloaf Tuesday. Monday was always Meatloaf night in our house. Meatloaf Monday. Yeah. And then it was... Spaghetti and spaghetti, and then it was and then spaghetti, and then it was go hungry Thursday, <laughs> and it was chilly Thursday. That was mean. So. Fried chicken Friday, fried chicken Friday, and then it was leftover Saturday. See, you can, no, that's see, I would be <laughs> pumped by that. That sounds. And when awesome you eat that me. every single week, yeah, but I don't get burnt out on foods too. Well, I do, I do. If I eat. If I eat some food, sometimes I do get a little burnout. Um, but 1950s, guess what? Chicken a la king. I've never had that. Chicken a la king. Good stuff. Pasta. It's a pasta dish with chicken mm. in it. Yeah. Um, also in the 1950s, tuna casserole became very, very popular. Alyssa loves tuna casserole. Tuna casserole is fantastic. Any uh, guesses for what they used to enjoy in the 19? 19- 
sixties. You uh, you'll never guess it. A big doobie. That is it. How did you know that? <laughs> it was. It, it said we're gonna we're gonna go off track here from foods and talk about just everybody's favorite thing, and it was doobies. <laughs> No, well, it's related to food. Because it, is, you, it is. It makes you want lots, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. lots and lots of food. Yeah, for sure. 1960s Lipton onion soup dip. What? I know. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Very, very crazy. Also, stuffed celery became a huge thing. Stuffed, stuffed celery. celery? Is that like ants yeah. on a log? Uh, kind of like ants on a log, but uh, they would mix it with some sour cream cheese and put some olives in there, some stuffed olives. Black, that sounds like something Melissa would make. Paprika and some black <laughs> pepper. and uh, But then there was also the peanut butter with the raisins on top. Yeah, that's ants on a log. Which was the uh, the log. What do they call them? Ants on a log. Ants on a log. Yeah. Yes, ants on a log. 1970s, they started getting a little more modern to what we are used to. You <clears> brought <throat> it up before. Hamburger Helper became mm. a huge thing in the 1970s. As far as the desserts for the 1970s, Black Forest Cake. What, so, is, what does that mean? Black Forest Cake. What does that is, even mean? Uh, it is... It's one of the most popular desserts of the 1970s. Black Forest cake originated in Germany. Uh, the dessert is also known as... German chocolate cake. Schitz, no? Schwitzwalder Kriskatori. Dan, we are on air. Uh, no, that is what it is. Schwitzwalker Kriskatori. Watch tea. your language, mister. But unless you majored in, majored in German, it doesn't exactly <laughs> roll off the tongue. Well, I did not major in German. Is that so German chocolate cake? Is that what is, that is? Basically, while at the height of the popularity occurred there a in picture? the 1970s. There is. There is. And it looks... Not for you guys. Sorry. No, it not is. Ooh. Yeah. That looks that good looks, as shit, actually. <laughs> that looks really good. <laughs> it says, uh, if you've never tried Black Forest cake, it features layers... Where's my of, rice pudding? Uh? La- <laughs> you've already finished it. Damn it. It uh, features layers of whipped cream mm-hmm. and cherry filling between layers of chocolate sponge cake. On top of it is uh, decorated with chocolate shavings and Marciano cherries. Oh, my God. Yes, that's... Mm. Then people get a little healthier in the 1980s because uh, ranch dressing... Uh, <laughs> Ranch dressing became a big thing and uh, took off. I'm eating all my veggies. Doused in ranch. Doused in ranch. And I think it became a deal where it was found on the side of many plates of pizza. Oh, yeah. The ranch dressing. Now, Is that a Midwestern thing? I, you know, I don't know. I would love to hear some feedback from any of you guys, girls, kids out there that are listening. Is ranch with pizza, if you are not from Illinois here, if you are uh, one of the coasts, maybe uh, maybe another country, we'd like to know, is dipping your pizza in ranch a a common thing in your area? Because around here, people don't eat. And you know what? Papa John's actually has a ranch sauce that they'll put on the pizza now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually, that's it's actually quite good. It's not bad. Depends on the pizza. 1980s, also Sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's again. Very big thing. Very big thing. Um, you got your chair there? Yeah, I just about fell out of it because <laughs> I'm trying to watch out for all the empty tapioca pudding. Uh, according to... Was, the ground. I'm so sorry. Accord, it's it's not tapioca. It's rice pudding. And I only had one. Okay, Sugar-free. Leave me alone. Well, these, you need to pick up the ones from yesterday. Though. I just got it today, just so you're full of crap. Uh, according to tasteofhome.com, the ranch and pizza combination is known to be most popular in the Midwest. Oh. But people have been known to dip pizza in the good stuff everywhere from Texas to California. 
Okay, so interesting. It's not, it's not that uncommon then. The final frontier is East Coast, where mm-hmm. many pizza joints don't carry ranch dressing, and those that stock it do so begrudgingly. Okay, well, there we go. There's our answer for it. Interesting. You know, uh, the next up on the list here, Sloppy Joe's. Mm. Uh, hate. What? Absolutely. Oh my gosh! Sloppy Joe's. Seriously? Let's let's let me set the picture here. Let me set let me, let me set the scene. If you don't like Sloppy Joe's, that means okay. you're doing it wrong. I'm on an episode of Fear Factor, mm-hmm. and they give me some Madagascar hissing cockroaches. <laughs> oh God! I'm pounding those babies down. But if they put a big platter of Sloppy Joe's in front of me, I lost. You're doing it wrong. I lost. I'm not eating it. I'm sorry, I'm not You're eating. You're doing it, it wrong, man. How, no, it's any sloppy joe I've ever had in Why? my life. Why is that? Because it just, I just. Uh, is it a texture thing? It's not. I never have had a texture thing. I okay. like, I like uh, hard. I like stuff that's. How do I word this without really just going off the rails here? I don't <laughs> have a texture thing. Uh, I'll accept anything into my mouth, and mm, it, it's, it, okay. Aaron, just roll with me here. Roll with I me. wish we had a button that was Keanu Reeves going, whoa. Whoa. How about Homer going, dough? Yeah. It might be a little might be a little dough heavy this episode. It's not... <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I've never found one that I like because I don't like green peppers, and usually there are green peppers in a lot of the Sloppy Joes. It just doesn't, just doesn't do it for me. Hmm. 1990s. I think we're going to be on the same page here. Yeah, let's do it. We are we are children of the '80s, and in the '90s, we became lunchable kids. Oh, I love lunchables. Th- those were actually considered one of the biggest food crazes of the turkey 90s. and cheese. This is the best. Oh yeah, then they started coming out with stuff like nachos and they had pizza. My kids get the little sandwich ones. Yeah, yeah, and then like five minutes later, they're like, "I'm hungry." I'm like, yeah, that's true. I could eat about nineteen of those those little things. <laughs> little snack, I guess you could say. <clears throat> Aaron, yeah. when you think kids mm-hmm. of the 90s and you think food, you pull it out of the freezer, you pop it in the microwave, what is the first thing? Pizza rolls. Oh, you're so close. Bagel bites. A little bit more up. They're bigger. Just a little bit bigger. They're about this big. They're about this big. Oh, Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. Yeah, I was going to go there next. Very nicely done. Yeah. Very nicely done. Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 the Hot Pockets. I don't think that's how they went at all. But, no. But if they want to use that, they can. They're awful. You don't like them? They're so gross now. No, 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 no. You're not cooking them right. No, I think that nope. they just taste really... Cheese tastes super artificial. For any dads Weird. out there. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't cook your Hot Pockets in the microwave. You put your Hot Pockets in the air fryer, and it makes it crispy on top. And then when you bite into that ooey, gooey, warm, artificial cheese, you're going to be going, yeah, 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 yeah. It tastes more artificial than Velveeta. Velveeta's a sponsor now. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. That's why I brought him up. Velveeta, we love you. Your cheese tastes like heaven. <laughs> tastes like gummy cheese. Tastes like heaven on crack. 
in the 2000s, people started getting a little more health conscious. They said, you know what? Again? They did. They said, you know like, what? Come on, let's but put for, Caesar dressing on everything. But for real this time, they went with the <laughs> blue cheese dressing. Yeah, you know, in the 2000s, smoothies became a big deal. Oh, people yeah. loved their smoothies. Yep. And also, every Applebee's, every Chili's that you went to, inevitably, you would find sliders. Oh, yeah. The little burgers, the little tiny burgers, which um, I, I don't think I've ever ordered a slider in my life. Oh, we make sliders here occasionally. Do you? Yeah. Unless you count the uh, the ones from, um, um, what is the uh, White Castle? Oh, yeah. I guess you can call those sliders. I guess. <laughs> you, you know what my dad always says? This, this comes straight from uh, <laughs> oh, no. Dan Belk, the older Dan Belk. He says, you know why they call them sliders? Hmm. And I said, why, Dad? And he goes, because they slide in and they slide right back out. <laughs> oh, God. Those things don't stay in you for very long. They should change uh, Taco Brother. Bell to sliders. Yeah, they should. They should. Oh. Slider Bell. Yeah, so that's why. <laughs> slider Bell. Slider Bell. Uh, very interesting. Okay, we, we're kind of going We're kind of going in a different direction here, but staying yeah. on the health foods. Sure. In the 2010s, a big giant craze, and I, I agreed 100% with this craze, avocados. Oh, God. Avocado toast. Don't you eat this to this day, my friend? It's my weakness. That I is your weakness. I love avocado toast. I, when, I, when I call you in the mornings and we're talking, we're talking show prep, we're talking about what we're going to be <laughs> broadcasting to the world, and I'm like, what are you eating? Because you're just, <laughs> just, just crunching into the phone. Usually it's rice pudding. So usually it is your avocado toast. And Correct. It makes me so jealous every time. Yeah. So I make every morning. I usually try and make. Uh, I have a whole grain Dave's awesome bread or whatever it's called. It's like a twenty-one grain bread. Yeah. And a uh, little avocado spread on there mm. with a some turkey bacon and a uh, uh, fried egg. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. You don't mess around when it comes to the breakfast. No, uh, well, that's that's what I eat until lunchtime, which is usually like one o'clock. So I try to. That's yeah. But okay, let me throw this at you. Yeah, we've got two more things on this list, and we're going to move on because we got some (laughs) we got some pretty interesting things when it comes to Mm -hmm. you and I. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kale. (sighs) If I said kale, what can you cook me with kale? What would you do? I can. Throw it away and throw <laughs> throw it away. Put some spinach in there and stuff. <laughs> I like kale. I don't. It tastes like ass. You know what? What? You... <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. You know what? We had we went to a we went to a health place <laughs> the other day and we got ourselves a couple smoothies and it had kale in it. Oh yeah. Did no you and I right? We did. Where did we go? We went to Smoothie King. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it had uh, I believe it had some kale. Yours had kale in it. I told him if they. Put kale in mine, I'd burn the building down. That's true. You did. You did. and you actually burned took your building. lighter out and started down. flicking it at the lady. And my she, stapler, she ran away. What did you do with my stapler? <laughs> they took my. They said that I could listen to my music at a reasonable volume. Sorry, that was a, that was a horrible, horrible impression of Milton from Office Space. Uh, yeah, I don't like kale. <laughs> you hate kale. I don't. I I think I like dislike chard even more. Yeah, chard. Yeah. Like like burning kale? No, it's called chard. <laughs> is it green? Yeah. Does it come from the ocean? 
Uh, it's green and purple. I think they have mm. purple chard. It's not good. Mm, you got me hooked. It's me. even more bitter than kale. Ugh. It's disgusting. Well, it's it's good for you. It's They're like, it's healthy. Food. I'm like, I don't care. I'd rather die young than eat that crap. Got a lot of nutrients in it. But if you <laughs> add it with something else, if you add it with a, with a smoothie. Ranch. And you... <laughs> <laughs> Dousing and ranch. Mmm. Delicious. <laughs> well played, my friend. Well played. Uh, okay, two more on this list. We're talking okay. about current. Okay. And these are molded by the coronavirus. Oh, boy. So I've noticed a trend here. We, we oh, had, you know what? Yeah. I think you hear that? Yeah. We just got demonetized. Did we? Because we talked about coronavirus. <laughs> Dang it. No, I'm kidding. There we go. We're not monetized. We're be, this episode's going to be pulled, so listen to it as quick as you can. Um, CDC's going to be like, what? What? Are they talking they about? They mentioned it? Get them out of here. They're talking about the Rona. We'll say, no, we're talking about the Rice-a-Rona. Rice-a-Rona. It's the San Francisco treat. That's right. The burrito has become a huge thing again. Oh, yeah. And the reason why they said that COVID-19 is forcing everybody on lockdown, it's difficult to say when you're going to be able to get back to your favorite places, but a lot of burrito places have become uh, big on the food delivery places, mm-hmm. uh, DoorDash, DoorDash and whatnot. And stuff, so yeah. uh, burritos have made a big resurgence, and now you can get breakfast burritos, and then you have regular burritos for lunch, regular burritos for dinner. I mean, you can make a all food groups can fit into there too. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I love burritos. And the last thing is spicy chicken sandwiches. Not just chicken sandwiches. <sighs> spicy chicken sandwiches. And and we're gonna make this fast. Okay. <clears throat> we should do a whole like we could do a whole episode. We on could those. do a whole. And I think whenever we go live on video here. Uh, we should. We should have a nice array spicy chicken of all sandwiches. the spicy chicken sandwiches. There was the big, giant, spicy chicken sandwich war of 2020. And it was Popeye's and Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And uh, I've had both. And you know what? You know what my opinion is? It tastes like a spicy chicken sandwich. On, on both sides. There's not one that's better. Mm, I totally disagree with I you. Eat it, I eat the sandwich, and I'm full, and I go, I'm glad I ate that sandwich. All the, all the new versions are out. Burger King spicy chicken sandwiches. <sighs> but you know what? So good. And McDonald's would have a good spicy chicken sandwich, but unfortunately, they have the foil wrapper. They all come in foil wrappers. Every single one of them does. And you hate the foil wrappers. Burger King wraps theirs in paper and then puts it in the foil wrapper. Well, that doesn't that doesn't make your bun as soggy. Exactly. So see that Burger King is onto something there. KFC so. does the same thing. Well, Again, this could be a whole episode. I'm done. I know. I'm You're getting riled up. Getting riled set, up. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. <sighs> we. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's how our dads did it. That's how some of the foods that uh, were popular throughout the decades and that uh, dads would make. Uh, um, you know, different types of uh, foods out of different types of meals. So now let's uh, let's uh, let's see what you and I have up our sleeves, shall we? Spicy cheeky. Right here, right now. There's no time like the present. Let's see how Dan, Aaron, and Dads do things nowadays. <laughs> You were you were singing there during the. Uh, I don't know what you're talking transition. about. Let's hear it one more time. 
Riding here. <laughs> That's you. Riding now. It's not me. I know, but you did better than me. <laughs> no. I just want to show everybody how good you sing. You, you always get antsy and like start jittering around in your seat during the transition. It's like you're getting... You're getting pumped. You're getting pumped up for the next segment. I like that. You start talking about spicy chicken sandwiches, I'm going to get pumped. I know. That's the last thing you said. Didn't you say spicy chicken sandwich? As we were. Spicy chicken. Spicy chicken. Spicy chicken. Spicy chicken. That Burger King spicy chicken sandwich is delicious, though. Well, I'll have to try it. It's like a honey spicy. It's amazing. If you drive me and buy it, I'll try it. I will do that. Deal. Deal. So, dads nowadays, I don't think we have it too. Too, too much uh, of a difference from how dads did it back in the day. There's still all the same foods are available. I don't think that the American, the, the standard American family menu has changed too much. I, that in my opinion, I think that they, there's still, you know, taco night. There is still, um, you'll have a night where you, uh, you, you do a little grilling um. Mm. Yeah. What What would you say? Well, I think you were you said it earlier. A lot of people don't do meatloaf night very much anymore. No. It's it's it, it's taco night. Like we do taco night almost every other week. Yeah. And uh, I think I think a lot of it boils down to <clears throat> a lot of it boils down to like um, parents nowadays, adults nowadays, millennials nowadays, which we would all. You know, we fall into that category. Sure. Uh, most of our jobs kind of work us like 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And so we just don't have a lot of time. So it's like doing something like Taco Night. Taco Night, it's all I have to do is brown <clears throat> brown the beef, put in my taco seasoning, and then I'm, I just lay everything out. That's true. It's, 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 <laughs> a lot of it's about convenience. Yeah. We do a lot of... of, of um, Slow cooker meals. What about, tell me a little bit about your prep. You guys used to prep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, how, so did that, how did that work? So what we used to do is we would make uh, like a month's worth of meals in advance. So we would go shopping. We would have our list out. We would go, these are the meals we want to make. Um, and then we would go to the store and we'd get everything we need to make those meals, plus the containers and all that stuff. And we would spend a day and we would make everything. And put it into Ziploc bags or tin, like aluminum things or whatever, and then put them in the deep freeze. And then literally, depending on what we decided we want to have for the evening, get up, get ready to go to work, go in the deep freeze, pull the meal out, put it in the sink, get home, pop it in the oven, you're good to go. And it was awesome. It was it was it was pretty awesome when we were working constantly you know I, I was working like 60 70 hours a week Alyssa was working 60 hours a week and uh it was it was a lifesaver and we would make things like um we'd make things like uh tortellini bake which i think you actually had we made oh, that a couple weeks ago dude you guys gave me a plate of it and i <laughs> ate it down and i was thinking, which is do i ask for more tortellini bake basically is is like a it's like a lasagna but instead of lasagna noodles it's tortellini it was awesome. or uh, sorry ravioli ravioli bake. awesome and so we would make uh, a 10 of that put the uh, Preston seal on it, write down the directions on the aluminum foil, and we'd make two or three tins of that, put it in the freezer, and then we'd make like 
uh, ready to go enchiladas. Same way, you make the enchiladas, make three tens of those, throw them in the freezer. Uh, salsa chicken, put the salsa chicken in the bag with the can of salsa. Take all the air out, put it in a Ziploc bag, put it in the freezer, and you're good to go. And basically, with the we what we do is we'd prep our um, slow cooker meals too. And the slow cooker meals basically would be you pull it out. Before you go to bed, put it in the sink, let it thaw, and then in the morning when you get up, you dump it into the crock pot, turn it on, and you're good to go. There you go. It was awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the way that, that, that like, a lot of millennials have to do it nowadays, just because, especially if you've got kids, man, it's just so much. It's just so much. And, and like, <clears throat> like my mother-in-law, who I love to death, and, and she's a, an amazing woman, but she, again, grew up in a time when, like, you worked 40 hours a week. And and you came home, and you got home at a reasonable time, and you cooked dinner, and then that was it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just it was just it's just a different time now than it was then, and and I think the the difference being is that we as young people value our time, not at work. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. So well, like, that's the thing. The mornings are such a tornado of yeah. activity. And then you get to work and you work your butt off. And then you come home and you grab the kids from daycare. You get the kids from grandma's house or whatever the case yeah. may be. And then you, you get home and it's already 6 o'clock, 6.30. Mm-hmm. And then you got to come up with something to eat. Mm-hmm. And it takes you a long time to get that. You got to get the kids' schoolwork done. And then you're looking at 8 o'clock, 8.30. And then it's like, well, okay, bedtime is, is right now or right around mm-hmm. the corner and it's like man just non-stop and then the next day it's the same thing boom it's non-stop so if you can come up with something to take that that dinner prep that dinner making and squeeze that down we also uh used to prep and we should do this again honey i know you're listening we should do this again is we would prep uh breakfast burritos oh and we would make the 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 filling and then like she would, we would scoop it in the thing and roll them up and and prep them, and it was it was awesome. And you just reach in the thing, pop it in the thing, and it was a homemade breakfast burrito. Yeah, that was way better. It's way better than those the frozen ones, which we get sometimes. Yeah, and this is just so much better. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, we uh, or uh, sous vide egg bites. Oh. I make those. They're so good. Don't even know what that is, but it sounded good just by how you said it. <laughs> It was just fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, we we uh, when it comes to me, um, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how to cook some stuff now. Uh, Amanda, she is a fantastic cook. She could see something on online mm-hmm. on Pinterest or whatever the case may be. And she could create it, and it looks just like it looks in the picture. Mm-hmm. And it's just really good. My mother is one of the best cooks around. She doesn't mess around. <laughs> and uh, my, my stepdad, Donnie, is a very lucky man that he gets to eat her cooking every night. And uh, as far as Donnie goes, I, you know, I can't really think of anything my stepdad has ever, ever really cooked uh, I think he's, he's grilled out and it's been, it's been good. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't really have a signature dish, mm-hmm. but, uh, I think it's because he doesn't need to because, um, my mom takes care of it and she just rocks it. <laughs> she just rocks it. So, um, yeah, it, it's, I, I just, I love that kind of stuff. And, um, um, you know, 
We have some good cooks in our family, good female cooks. Mm-hmm. And that's a good inspiration for us. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're, you're, you can kind of just kind of stand off to the side and see how they're doing it. And it's like, you don't need to read a book. My, I learned a lot of the basics from my mom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And she I, got me in the kitchen and was like, you're going to help me. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, bet, I bet there are a lot of guys like that, yeah. that, that, that kind of go through that. So when it comes to me now, I try to, I'm trying to make things a little more healthy uh, with covid it's been very easy to eat lazy mm-hmm. and uh, throw a frozen pizza in oh, and man. throw chicken fingers in, and then the next day it's, eh. it's a it's a it's a hard habit to break too. I'm gonna have another frozen pizza, and we're gonna make the kids some uh, you know some uh, um, popcorn shrimp and French fries. Yeah, um, you know, uh, luckily my little one loves fruit, so he is he is always eating apples and and peaches and uh, pa- good. Parker loves and th- Parker will even get inside of the freezer <laughs> and start eating frozen peas or eating frozen I thought you were going to say vegetables. frozen fish sticks. No, oh, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up, my friend. Oh no. Have you tried them again? I know we talked about you trying them again. We already talked about this on an episode. Yeah. Well, Were you raised in a barn? For anybody, yeah, that's right. For anybody that uh, has forgotten, um, little Danny, little little baby Danny would, would take and get out of bed. I was probably, what, you know, maybe two years old. I'd get out of bed before mom would get up. I would twinkle toes into the kitchen, pull up a chair, get up into the freezer, grab some frozen fish sticks and just start gnawing down man sounds gross it was delectable (laughs) it was so good it was so good and i tell you what uh to this day i haven't tried it again but i am gonna try it i please do and report back live oh my gosh on not half dad live we have fish sticks upstairs do you really okay next episode of not half dad live we're gonna do the dan Frozen fish stick challenge. You like that? I guess so. It's something to do. I won't try it. Well, you don't have to. I will, and then I will let all of the dads out in the world know that this is something that you should try, or I may yak all over your studio here. Please, no, well, you need to make sure you have a nice receptacle that I could, I could do that in because um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put a tarp down like I'm Patrick Bateman. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Like you're gonna kill me or something. <laughs> Don't do that. So I'm learning. I'm learning more and more, and I'm trying to expand my cooking for uh, for the boys and uh, for the family, and just trying to uh, eat a little bit healthier because COVID has made it very easy to eat bad. Yeah, and uh, I think we've all put on a little COVID weight mm-hmm, here lately. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to get to get more healthy and do some um, uh, do some do some unique things. My mom gave me a recipe for a thing called uh, porcupine balls, and porcupine pine balls are uh, just you take ground beef and you take some spices and stuff and you have some rice and you f- make it into a ball and you cook it with some tomato sauce and it just makes it into a... I think those are called meatballs. They're kind of like meatballs, but with rice. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's what makes it por- right. porcupine-y. Um, and, uh, they are... Oh, they're so good. Can we talk about the time that you made a steak for me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we can. Okay. We, we can talk about it. So... Aaron comes over to the house, and I decide I'm going to go ahead and make a steak for Aaron because, you know, you, oh, you get that steak on the grill, mm. you start grilling it, and the smells are coming up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're flipping it 
And you're mm-hmm. going, yeah, oh, he, he's going to really like this. This is going to be some good stuff. And then all of a sudden, I put it on the table in front of him, and I get this. What a mess. I asked for mid-rare, but it's raw. It's almost like you've got to stick your knife in it to, to kill it. I mean, the thing's still fucking moving. You pulled a Gordon Ramsay on me, dude. <laughs> you're the one that said I was a gourmet chef. Yeah, I know, but not you're no Gordon Ramsay, okay? Maybe. Oh no 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 no. Okay, Whoa. you're you're one notch under. You're listen. You're one notch underneath of him. Okay, just one, he's, he's he's what three star Michelin chef? I don't know. Four star five. He should be a ten star Michelin chef. Know. But how many Michelin chef stars do you have? I have double what he has. You have none, but I would <laughs> give you at least one. I would give you at least one. That's how good you are. And don't uh, don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise. Even me, uh, I make you a steak. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I I didn't make it up to your par. He currently has seven. He's had sixteen he throughout his career. Seven. He's had sixteen throughout his career. Okay. Well, I tell you what, I bow down to him. You, you got to admit, it's hard to be on that level. I have fourteen. So okay, then never mind. Uh, you cook, you cook <laughs> the steaks next time. Okay, you cook the steaks. I thought you said, as I was walking out of the room, I thought you said, uh, make sure it moves. But what you said was, watch out for my shoes, because you didn't take them off at the front door. You <laughs> left them in the kitchen, and I was about tripped over them. But I thought you said, make sure it moves, so I did it rare. That was the worst dad joke of all time. Oh my I, think I just God. took your bad dad uh, jokes, and I threw it right in the middle I of love the show that. there. So... Um, anyway, yeah, so we, uh, 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 I'm learning you are, what, what's your favorite thing to make? Burgers. Burgers. Yeah. But, but tell them how you make your burgers. You know, uh, it just, it just, it just depends. I mean, if it's a smash burger, then I'll make a smash burger on a cast iron skillet with, uh, some, a little bit of mustard on it. Okay. Animal style with the in and out. Um, typically what I do is I'll make, uh, some caramelized onions and throw those on top with a little Japanese mayo, make a little special sauce, cut up my own pickles for my sauce. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, it sounds delicious. I love cooking burgers. It's probably it, it, my favorite thing. What's to the cook. family think of it? Um, they usually eat really, really well when I when I cook those. Typically, when I cook for the girls, they just get kind of the most basic ones because they don't like all the extra stuff on it. Yeah. Uh, but when I cook them for Alyssa and I, it's usually like a brioche, toasted brioche bun with uh, with, uh, uh, with my my home my house sauce, which is a little Japanese mayo. I use Japanese mayo. I don't use regular mayo. So you know what you've you've got. <laughs> You're kind of like McDonald's with the Big Mac secret sauce. You got the Aaron secret sauce. Yeah. Uh, dude, to have your own secret sauce, I bow down to you. <laughs> I bow down to you. That is impressive. That is well, impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, there's just so many different things that you can cook. And like I said, I'm learning and I'm trying to eat healthier and I'm trying to make sure that the kids and the whole family eats healthier. And uh, it's one of those things that you just got to keep conscious that uh, uh, it's easy to run out of things. Yeah. You get into a groove and it's like, okay, you know, the same menus over and over and over. But we try to maybe do it a little bit different than our than our parents did it back in the day and try to switch yeah. it up. Try to prepare a few weeks in advance and uh, and not always rely on Taco Tuesday. Maybe you could have uh, Taco 
Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Just move the days around. That's right. Change it up. It'll it'll seem like a complete Taco Thursday one week and then Taco Tuesday the next week. That's right. That's right. I agree. So anyway, uh, Aaron, I've got some pretty interesting stuff for all of the dads out there that I think that I would like to lay on in here. Okay. If you're okay with that, let's uh let's talk to our audience directly, shall we? I need somebody. You've got mail. And now a word from our audience. You know, Aaron, uh, I, I told my my youngest son, Parker, I said, uh, we're going to be talking about dad foods. We're going to be talking about foods that dads can cook and mm-hmm. things that dads like to, to, to cook. And we didn't, we didn't touch on grilling a whole lot this episode. I think that's too. for me. That could be like a whole episode. We're gonna do a whole episode on that. Are you cool with that? <laughs> I'm totally great. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe I can get some pointers from you. I I, I can grill up uh, when I want to, but um, it's roll. <laughs> yeah, but it's roll. It's bloody it's roll. roll. It's mooing. <laughs> yeah, I know that one time I screwed up, and I'm never gonna hear the end of it. But that's okay <laughs> because it was a screw up on my part. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was talking to my son. I said, "Hey, son," I said, "We're gonna be talking about uh, uh, foods on this week's episode." And he goes, "Well, you know what? Uh, uh, what about drinks, Dad?" And I said, "Oh, well, you know, we can we can talk about uh, drinks maybe on a different episode." And he goes, "Well, I've got a joke." For drinks. Oh. And I said, you have a joke for drinks? Oh, well, you oh, got to lay it on me. Do you mind if I start this? Oh, sec- yeah, go ahead, man. He, he said, uh, he goes, uh, Dad, what kind of bees produce milk? What kind of bees produce milk, Aaron? I don't know, Dan. I have a feeling you're going to tell me, though. Boobies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boobies. That was. Is that a. Uh, <laughs> delayed reaction. It's easy there. to do that when you're running the board. Delayed reaction there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, that was a joke from my son. So I had to I had to squeeze that in there, or else he would have uh, he would have really laid into me. So anyway, <laughs> um, Aaron. Yeah. Got something really really cool here. Okay. So we have dads. And dads out there, sometimes you're, you're, you're walking through the aisles of the grocery store, right? I've done that a few times. And you're saying, gosh, there's so many things. There's, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to, I don't know what to pick up here. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. am I going to do if I do bring it home? How am I going to get this all together? Well, there is an article and is on the, uh, the website, thespruceeats.com. Okay. okay, we will link to this because it is the greatest article that I have found online. Okay. Okay. And it will apply not only when you're cooking for your kids, but let's say let's say you're a single dad. Let's say you're having uh the, the new date come over to the house. Okay. Okay. There's some things in here that you could whip up where you're going to make her go is your real name Aaron Selberg? 
she's going to think you are a 14-time Michelin star chef. That's right. That's how good they are. That's right. I'm going to run down this list really, really quick I want to hear it. I'm not going to describe necessarily what they are because I would love for you to go to this website and check them out. They've got a full description, but they say that a lot of these kids will really, really enjoy. Number one is a quick stove top beef fajitas. Very easy to make, very easy to uh, prepare. Uh, kids love it. Tuna carbonara. They say that that's another one. You didn't that, say it right. What? You didn't say it right. Carbonara. Carbonara. He's the carbonara. <laughs> that one was for you, Alyssa. So, uh, orange chicken stir fry. Now, they're not talking about going out and killing the chicken. And they're not talking about chopping it up and making your own, starting from scratch. You, there's plenty of orange chicken stir fry pre-made mm-hmm. uh, things that you can get that are fantastic. Okay, I believe PF Chang's have some out in the frozen food sections. There's some really good stuff that you can get, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, they say that um, it's one of those meals that you can make in 20 minutes yep. and uh, make yourself look like a master chef. Pork chops and peppers. That is uh, that is one. I don't know if my kids would really enjoy pork chops and peppers, but maybe that's a date night. Maybe that's Could a date, be. maybe that's a date night meal. Uh, slop. <clears throat> Sorry, number five was sloppy joes. Are you okay? Whew, I just about needed that tarp on the floor there. <laughs> I just uh, sloppy joes. Not not you know. Not my favorite, but hey, a lot of people like Sloppy Joes. And they're actually talking about uh, taking and, and making them uh, uh, with some brown sugar, mm-hmm. Ke- ketchup, mustard, bell peppers. That's what I do. Onions, you know. I don't do the bell peppers, though, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, the bell peppers are where you lose me. But uh, they're talking about not just, you know, not just a little tomato sauce and ground beef. They're talking about really going all out and yeah. all, all the fillings. So Sloppy mm-hmm. Joes. We got uh, puka dogs. Bless you. Yeah. No, no. Uh, puka dogs. Are you okay? Yeah, I think I'm okay. Okay. That's the name of the food. It is a <laughs> change up your family's hot dog meals with this fun puka dog recipe. I think I'm saying it right. Puka dog. Cooked on an indoor or outdoor grill, it's polar sausages on veggie dogs or veggie dogs uh, are poked into Hawaiian rolls. And then you can stuff the Hawaiian rolls with different toppings, mango mustard, spicy sauces, whatever you want to, and uh, you grill them. So, uh, puka dogs. Huh. That sound, it sounds delicious. <laughs> sounds like a pig in a blanket to me. but Yeah, it uh, kind of does. I think they're getting a little fancy with their wording there. What's a puka? All right, come on. Calm down there, Josh Weissman. Yeah, I've done, <laughs> I've done the polka, but I've never done the puka or one Warn the polka. I've I've done the polka. Aaron, you've got two kids. We all know that. Also, at least twice. (laughs) You just you just took the show to the bottom of the barrel there. (laughs) Instant pot rice. Now I don't understand where they're going with this, but they said instant pot rice. Uh, It it shows a picture of just a bowl of rice. 
I don't know how you make a meal out of that, but I guess it's Insta, a, like the Instapot thing. Yeah, the Instapot rice. So I guess you could throw some veggies in there and, and rock huh. and roll. Uh, Seattle hot dogs, that's where you uh, add some cream cheese, onions, jalapenos, and all the fixings on top of that. That sounds very good. Why is that um, Seattle? That would yeah. be Philadelphia. No, no, they, they say it's Seattle. I don't I don't know why and what makes it Seattle. but uh, It's because it's served with a side of grunge. It's you got you got a Nirvana CD playing as you <laughs> as you eat it. Instant pot. <laughs> Instant pot pulled pork. Very easy. Sheet pan salmon teriyaki. Mm. Uh, it's just a lot of vegetables and some salmon and mm-hmm. some teriyaki sauce. Ground turkey stir fry. We got pesto meatballs with spaghetti. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. We got some parmesan crusted baked fish. That's pretty self-explanatory. We've got some vegetarian pesto pizza with feta cheese. That's uh, getting a little more into your realm, my friend. What does that mean? Fancy pizzas. Oh. You make a hell of a fancy pizza. I like fancy pizzas. You do like fancy pizzas. 30-minute Mexican enchiladas, and it has Mm. the whole recipe here. Slow cooker pinto bean chili with ground beef. Mm. We got instant pot pizza. Um very interesting way of how they're talking about doing that. You stack two pans huh. and cook a couple of pizzas in the middle. It's all on the website. Okay. Very, and they're individual size, kind of like a personal pan pizza from uh, from that one famous pizza place. I think we could say pizza. Uh, turkey tacos. Non-sponsor. Yeah, non-sponsor. <laughs> There's your free pub pizza hut. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the money. Uh, turkey pot, uh, tur- turkey talk. Are you okay? Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey tacos. There was a turkey sloppy joes the way you were acting. <laughs> I love turkey. Easy stovetop ground beef stroganoff. Uh, veggie tofu and vegetable stir fry with peanut sauce. Now we're getting a little. Now we're getting a into little those Asian fa- flair. Yeah, Asian flair. We're getting into those fancy dishes. Easy one pan broccoli macaroni and cheese. I love broccoli and anything. Uh, uh, panini casserole with ham and peas, and uh, that's how they wrap it up. So they get hmm. into some pasta dishes there at the end, and uh, and there it is. Pretty. They they, they say it's easy. There, it looks like uh, judging by the time frame on a lot of those dads, it's something that you can make in around fifteen minutes to half an hour. Some of them maybe forty five minutes. Some of them maybe a little bit longer, but a majority of them a fifteen to a half an hour dish that you can have there you go. dinner on the table and look really good doing it. So um, that's what I've got, Aaron. I just uh, want to make sure that the, the fathers out there are prepared a little yep. bit more than I am. <laughs> right now, like I said, my specialty, frozen pizzas. We'll get you to learn something. You learned me right. You learned me right. So, uh, Aaron, um, we've had a, a, uh, a very nice discussion about food here. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I am going to go grocery shopping, and they say never go grocery shopping on an empty stomach. Don't do it. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have Parker push one cart, and then I'm gonna push two other carts <laughs> with me. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pile up the food. Uh, <laughs> then I'm gonna go home and try some of these dishes out. So um, I would have to say this: if I had to give some fatherly advice, uh, it would simply be um, go for it. Try something new. If you're not a cook, try it out. Learn something new, like learning a new language. Learn how to learn how to cook. If you are 
already a, a, a chef or a master chef like Aaron over here, try something outside of the box. Try something that you haven't before because cooking is an art form and uh, just see what you can do with it. So that's my fatherly advice for today. I like it. Dan, did you know that Stephen King has a son? He, I actually did not know. Yeah. That His name is Joe. Joe? Yeah. I'm not joking. He is. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you about made me yak with that one out of joy. That was actually really, really good. As Alyssa's joke. Uh, that You know what? You get a gold star. Yay. You get a gold star. You know what, everybody? I think that we need to applaud Aaron for his dad joke today. Best one yet. Best one yet. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for actually ending on a good note this week. I have to I have to say that. And I think that was a slam as Thank we, you. In the <laughs> Thank you. You are the best joke teller I know, Aaron. Thank you. And that one was your number one. That's Alyssa's joke, so I guess she's the best joke teller. Well, well, you actually told the joke she is the best joke giver. But now you have a tall order in front of you, my boy. She writes my jokes now. She she writes your (laughs) jokes. She's my (laughs) official joke writer for the show now. Deal. Deal. And she's going to be pumping out material (laughs) like that. Uh, And I will say, next week you have a tall order to try and beat that one. A a very tall order, but I know that you can do it. Aaron, why don't you go ahead and... uh, Go ahead and get us out of this thing. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really, truly appreciate it. And uh, if you have any dishes that you put together, take a picture of it. Send it to us. And, Aaron, can you tell them how they can go about sending something to us? If you want to send us an email, tell us a story, or give us some feedback, you can do that at nothalfdadpod at gmail.com. If you want to find us on social media, we are at Not Have Dad Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you want some more information, including show notes, resources, and other information, visit nothalfdad.com. We are going to be at the PeoriaCon on October 2nd from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Expo Gardens here in Peoria. So come on by and say hi. Uh, our shirts are available on our merch store, which is listed down in the description. And I just want to thank everybody for joining us this week. Uh, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure you give us a like, a share. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. It really does help out the show. Please join us next week for another episode of the Not Have Dad Podcast. Keep it real, homies.